Only the Faithful About a month ago, God laid the words unapologetically me on my heart. I asked God, how am I doing? You could be better, God replied as he picked up something from the floor and walked towards me. He looked a lot like Jesus today. As he neared me, his energy took my breath away. It was powerful and divine. Love, I cannot always show up to you in full power. It would overwhelm you, God said as my physical body was pushed back in my chair. My head lifted to the heavens as if I was receiving a download. Your full power is Jesus, I questioned. No, love, I have a story to tell. He picked up a metal milk can and started walking away. About ten yards away from me, he turned off a light switch on an imaginary wall. The strength of the energy I was feeling was gone. He turned and looked at me, and there was an unspoken conversation between us. My power turns on and off. God's power turns on and off. If it was on full strength all the time, it would be too much because our physical bodies are out of alignment with the intensity. I'm mad at you today, I heard a woman's voice. I know, love, God replied. Why? Why have you taken my son, she said in her heart. I know you are hurting. Your son is safe. No, he's not. He's dead. I didn't protect him. I didn't save him. I should have done more. You loved him well, God replied. I can see God sitting next to her, comforting her, holding her shoulders as she is seated, crumpled over in grief. Why? Why did you do this? My love, I know it is difficult to understand now. I know your heart is hurting. Rest in faith, my love. Rest in your heart that you knew his love, that he knew yours. Celebrate his life, my love. Love, as God spoke the word love, the words began to flow out of his mouth as healing. I ask that you do not cloud the memory of his life with sadness in your heart. I understand your sadness, your grief. It is because you have loved so deeply, cared so passionately. Love, he would not wanted you to live your life questioning your love, your choices, your influence on him and his path. You loved him well. You will love him always. That is known to all of the heavens. Let your love heal your wounds, my love. Be mad at me, but be not mad at yourself. You had no control of the outcome. I heard her son's voice. Mom, she heard it too. Her heart was too broken to hear more and blocked it because it was too painful. I will connect you, God whispered to her. But the communication is better when your heart is mended. Heal, my love. Heal. My attention was drawn back to God carrying the milk can. Love, God said sitting down on a bench next to a cow to begin milking. He began acting like he was speaking, but there was no words. The milk can was too tall to be under the cow, and I didn't see it sitting next to him. Where did it go? God is sitting in a stall with hay-covered floors and a barn with several stalls. I explored walking stall to stall. In the corner of the barn, I spotted the milk can. Sticking out from behind the milk can were two tiny feet and two tiny boots. I see that I am dressed as a farmhand. I walk up and grab the milk can. Can I use this? I ask with a giant smile and a playful tone in my voice. Were you keeping it safe? I asked the little boy. As my eyes made contact with his, I could see he had a black eye and tears running down his cheeks. You okay? I asked. He shook his head yes, 
and then no. Something I could help with? My voice coming out like a southern drawl. He shook his head no again. I stood over him. You know how to milk the cows? He shook his head yes. Can you show me? I'm having trouble with Anna over yonder. She's given me some trouble. I can feel that I'm a temporary fill-in on the farm. A man. There was an injury and the normal worker was out while they mended. She keeps moving every time I go to sit by here by her, I said. The boy walked up to her, stroked her neck, and then gave her a big hug. She only likes me to milk her, the boy's soft voice explained. Ah, I answered. That explains it. You must be real good to her. She's real good to me, the boy replied in almost a whisper. She's never mean, never treats me bad, never yells at me. A cow that doesn't yell, hot damn, I replied. The boy laughed. Have you met that one? Pointing across the barn. She yells all the time. She yells. Can't say that I've had the pleasure, but I will keep that in mind. I laughed as I stood up and moved out of the way. That's quite the shiner you got there. Did you make the yeller mad at you? The boy chuckled at the thought of the cow being mad at him. Nah, she just screams a lot, he answered, but didn't answer the question. Seems as though you know what you're doing around here. Yeah, he said quietly as he continued milking the cow. Thanks for helping me with her. The boy nodded yes in acknowledgement. Do you know how long your regular hand going to be off work? The boy shook his head no. Well, all right, I can help out as long as needed. I've got a free summer. I paused and watched the boy's reaction. He seemed to like having someone near him that respected him and talked nice to him. It looks like you got her handled. Mind if I start working on one of the others? He shook his head no again. I started to walk away. Mister? The young boy's voice was delicate. What's your name? Jim, I said. You can call me Jim, I said, tipping my hat at him. It made him laugh. Thanks, Jim. God walked up to the entrance of the barn in full cowboy attire. He was wearing boots with spurs, chaps, a button-down shirt, leather vest, gloves with fringe, and a cowboy hat. What is that? I asked, pointing to his outfit. I have somewhere else I need to be. Ah, that makes sense. I thought you were planning on working here. I already did, love. I turned back around and see Jim and the young boy working closely together. Do you embody everyone? I asked. Only the faithful, God replied.